Shall we begin? This is Jackie Smith, and you are listening to Keep It Magic Radio with myself and my co-host Storm Sestivani. Spend a little time with us in the next hour to charge up your week, find new approaches to the same old issues, and smile at the ridiculousness of life. Storm and I push the spiritual status quo, and we challenge you to step outside of your comfort zone to help you take your magic to the next level. Keep It Magic Radio is sponsored by Coventry Creations, where no matter what your problem, money, love, protection, maybe a bit of motivation, we have a candle for that. Now open your mind and get ready to expand your life with Storm and Jackie. And good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the final episode of Keep It Magic. I am Storm Sestavani, and of course I am here with Jackie Smith, and she of course is the um, mistress of Coventry Creations, which you can go to at www.coventrycreations.com. Again, that's www.coventrycreations.com. Now, Jackie, I'm just going to stay from the beginning, because you know i got to address this. Hmm. Jackie and I have not stopped being friends. <laughs> we have not had some big falling out. <laughs> I actually think we're even better friends now than yeah. we were before. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, we um, uh, uh, you know, are not in the background stabbing each other in the back and throwing diva fits in our trailers. <laughs> you have a trailer? No, but it, I wanted people to think we had these big, huge trailers. Um, <laughs> we are not glaring at each other through the telephone while we're doing the show. None of that is going on. So if any of you want to start rumors, just do it on your own behalf. Um, be, and you may want to pontificate or do whatever you want. We don't care. So. <laughs> right. um, I'm the okay. Fact, the fact of the matter is, is that six years in this day and age is a long time to do anything. And Jackie and I kind of want to change it up a bit so uh, <laughs> that's what it's about changing things up going to a new platform looking at new ways of delivering content to you guys that you will really enjoy that we feel limited um, with um, at this particular point with um, uh, with the platform that we're currently using correct but I would like to state that I would because I did all of the tabulations last night Jackie Ooh. I would like to thank the almost 3 million listens to wow. our radio show that Jackie and I have had over the last um, six years. Wow, that's a lot of listeners. Um, that's, a lo- that, that's a lot of listens, yeah. It really, it, it really, really is. Um, uh, and, you know, the people that write to us all the time and make comments that they can't wait to see the show or are squeeing on Facebook when we release the new show and all of this other stuff. We could not have done um, uh, done this without you guys and your particular interest in um, the particular subject matter that we have been covering. It's been um, pretty amazing and and. You know, people ask me all the time, okay, Jackie, what's your secret to having all these listeners? What's your secret to, what do you? What can I do that you did? And I said, you're going to have to find a storm. <laughs> you're going to have to find your own storm. I got, I got this one. <laughs> um, because um, it really has been you. Um, I was smart enough to um, hang, grab you and hang on to you when I met you concerning um, doing radio stuff. And um, it has um, been one heck of a journey. Um, yeah, and people need to remember, I only signed up to do 10 episodes of Keep It Magic. And, <laughs> and six years later, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> six years later and 200 episodes later. <laughs> So it's um, it's been pretty. But if you think about it, Jackie, 200 episodes, um, not to mention um, 80 episodes that we did of another show. Wow! So I, I told, didn't realize that that we blew away the numbers of the other show. Yeah. Well, we didn't blow away the numbers of the other show. You and I did 80 episodes. <laughs> no, no, uh, our, our episodes. We blew away the number of episodes that um, you and I did. You did a yeah, lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, we blew them away. Um, but it has been, you, you know, um, 
in many ways, Keep It Magic has been uh, part of my, you know, weekly and monthly therapy adjunct <laughs> um, uh, over the particular past six years. And uh, uh, for me, it has been a totally healing type of particular experience. Um, uh, you know, so it, it, it's, it's been good from, from that particular level. And you have grown from, uh, you know, uh, being a, a voice on the radio into a personality. And what a personality! Yeah, <laughs> what a personality! Yeah. <laughs> it, it really that that has really been. Um, you have been amazing in um, not only encouraging me to find my own voice, but requiring mm-hmm. me to find my own voice. Like, um, I mean, you really. Uh, if anyone is is wondering, Storm absolutely drove the bus on on Keep It Magic. Something that I wanted to do, and he goes. Oh, We'll do it, and um, but he's the one who um, figure who knows all the technical end of things. He's the one who says we're going to talk about this. He's the one that keeps the show on track. He's the one that um, actually has the really most interesting content between the two of us. I comment on his content more than bring my own. So well, just to be clear, um, and uh, and so this has really been. Um, in this journey, it's been changing for me and, and helping me um, realize and hone and um, develop, mature um, a, as a personality. On I can't believe it's been six years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, really? For real? For real. <laughs> so. Well, I, I don't think that people. I, I think that people. Um, think that it's just go on the particular radio and talk about a particular subject. And in in many ways, um, it is that. In other ways, you're putting yourself out there in your opinions, in your ideas, mm-hmm. in ways in which you now have to be responsible for them. Correct. Um, and if anything, I think that the last six years have shown us basically um, how to move from being able to talk about incredible subjects that moved people and that they were interested in, that were about real life and practical matters. Mm -hmm. And the difference between um, uh, 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 talking about it and walking the particular talk. Um, uh, as uh, you know, for me at least, it has really been that case. Oh, it, it, being challenged on some of the things we've talked about in in public settings has been fascinating. Um, different people have said, "Yeah, I listened to your show and you talked about this. I'm not in agreement with you." I'm like, "Well, tell me about it. What what didn't you agree with? What are you thinking?" And then we get to have a a real. And, and valuable conversation. Yeah, I think one of the one of the biggest where I got a lot of comments about was when I stated that people need to look at their own inner Donald Donald Trump, and you know he is such you know for most people in the metaphysical industry he's a really um, um, what is the word that I want to use for it a vile creature. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know he's not well liked in in in, in uh, the metaphys- the metaphysical community. Um, uh, but I still hold on to that particular statement because, for me, you know, part of processing this whole situation um, uh, with the current president of the United States has been looking in my own life at the ways that I have. Um, not as dramatically or as ostentatiously as Donald Trump, but places where I have bullied things or places where um, uh, I have not, um, uh, uh, you know, put forth my best face or places where I've acted nasty um, towards other people. Um, And, you know, that's what it was really about. It was, you know, more looking at our particular self-defeating behaviors um, and uh, and inwardly making choices of whether or not we wanted to continue them. And if you decide to continue with them, uh, that's your choice and all the power to you. And I'm glad that you can do that. For me personally, I couldn't. <laughs> well, that, yeah, and, and kind of 
talking about that a little bit as you brought that up, um, and it triggered a lot of people because they um, they never in a million years would want to compare themselves with that. It's really just taking a look at, at your own dark side where you are um, – that, that would reflect there. I mean, I, I don't have any words for that because um, I lost them. Yeah, well, I think in many ways he is reflective of the very shadow side of American life and American culture. Um, uh, and, you know, it is the, uh, the, the side that we don't show um, out in public. And he's tapped into a lot of people that feel the same way, um, that feel, you know, he is a mouthpiece for, um, I think in many ways, the, um, uh, uh, so much so that I think that he's, he's been a mouthpiece for the politically incorrect, to the mm-hmm. point, Jackie, that it's now become politically correct. Um, you know, the political, um, uh, when you see a lot of the things that people are saying and posting and, um, uh, you, you know, commenting about, um, I'm just in shock um, half of the time at the, uh, uh, the audacity and some of the particular words that are being used. But, you know, he is making it okay for people to say these things. And, you know, um, it disturbs me. Mm-hmm. It, it disturbs me, too. And, and um, you know, I get to live in a little bit of a bubble. Mm-hmm. And um, when I go outside of this bubble, I'm usually pretty pretty shocked. I'm all for living in a bubble, by the way. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm a little amazed. At the amount of people who are still like, well, give him a chance, or like he has a chance. I'm like, hey man, you know, when someone's coming at you with a bat, yeah, are you going to try and take him down? Are you going to duck? Are you going to give him a chance to miss? Or put on some pads <laughs> <laughs> and a helmet, uh, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, are you going to give him a chance to miss? Or are you going to give you know? What um, Jackie was your favorite show of the last six years? Oh, you know, you think I would have it. You think I would say, oh, this show and that show and the other show, but it's it's kind of like um, childbirth. Mm-hmm. I'm <laughs> we get through a show or we get through a season, and I kind of forget what we did. Um, I I remember it and don't and forget it at the same time. Like as soon as you bring it up, and you're like, oh yeah, and it all comes back to me. But um, there's not one that's that's sticking in my head. There is one that I, I still get pushback on, and mm-hmm. um, that one is when we talked about predatory men in um, the spiritual world. Mm-hmm. I still get pushback on that from men, but I also get women saying, I just listened to that show, and thank you for talking about that. Um, it, it was a pretty powerful one, um, number one, because b- both Jackie and I have had direct experience with predatory men in different manifestations um, of the word. Um, uh, And uh, I I can see why it would trigger so many people, because like Donald Trump, nobody wants to view themselves in that particular light. Um, uh, And and, and it's a hard one to to swallow uh, for a lot of people. Um, uh, it was um, uh, very difficult for me to move away from the word molestation, which is a nice little sanitary word for raped. Right. Um, uh, But in order, I think, to fully embrace something and move beyond it and heal it, it is accepting situations for exactly what it is. Um, and uh, I think it, in, in that particular acceptance, I think that we have the ability to heal. Now, for me, um, uh, the, uh, the standout show was actually a series, and it was God Wears Lipstick. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was um, standout because I remember you had gotten halfway through the book, and you had told me, oh, you know, Storm, this is really, you know, um, uh, you know, 
this is really pushing my feministic buttons, and um, uh, I don't know what I think about this, and, uh, you know, all this other stuff. And then when you got to the end of the book and, like, the light bulb went on, you know what I mean? Um, it was uh, – and the conversations that we had from that I think were, were amazing. It was it was powerful. It really um, um, out of really I kept reading it out of respect for you, and because yeah. you wanted to talk about this. But it was really um, I still even after the show, and we talked about this during the show, is I still have concerns about the the way things are being phrased, and that as as a as a perspective and a thought process. Um, yeah. Because um, th- there was still this this weird obligation in femininity um, that I'm not okay with. Um, mm-hmm. um, but uh, but I but I got to the got to the meat of it, which is really fascinating as the um, as as talking about women are really the the true leaders in spirituality, mm-hmm. um, whereas we are. We are the vessels, and and bring it all in, and bring it all, and then populate it onto the world. That not only the, not only with the human beings, but also with the spirit too. And I think that the where a lot of people have difficulty with the particular terms, and I think a lot of it is culturally um, uh, that we have been infected culturally by certain things. Uh, for example, in Kabbalah, the woman's purpose is to help the male evolve. Now, when you hear that on its face, you almost want to go, oh, 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 you know, um, mm-hmm. uh, and it will trigger a lot of particular things. Um, uh, when you then begin to look at the system of Kabbalah on its own, without any form of cultural secretions, and you look at the fact that the female is already evolved. Um, uh, you know, the feminine vessel has already reached a particular state um, uh, of her evolvement, okay, um, uh, that you then begin to be able to put things in a little bit more of a perspective. So a female is already on a higher level spiritually than a male. Um, uh, and I think that once you grasp that, um, you can then begin to start to realize the importance of, you know, unfortunately the females have to help us other blokes out of it, you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's really that that concept, whenever I talk about that concept in, in group settings and stuff, it's, I find it really fascinating that it is so uncomfortable for men and for women that, they well, that's not always the case, and there's all these exceptions. And I find it fascinating that we... Whenever we bring um, a concept to the table that that is pretty universal, we all focus on the exceptions. Why do you think that is? Do you think it's that we're trying to find our get-out-of-jail-free card? I don't know. I I think maybe I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings or I don't blah, blah, blah. But even when, yeah, it's it's just fascinating how many times when when people don't like blanket statements. I think it makes, makes them really uncomfortable um, but in the defense of men, it has been very fascinating to me um, in these spiritual conversations of like defending the man's role in all this. Mm-hmm. That how you know, like, well, that's some serious programming. Or I'm not here to make people comfortable and make everything okay. I'm here to talk about what we can do together. Yeah. Like what how we can. Um, how we can expand our knowledge base. So, um, and we are in a really, really uncomfortable time. It is full of uncomfortable realities. I don't even want to call them truths, um, but uncomfortable actions and reactions. Because mm-hmm. um, they're not the truth. I mean, we don't have to make this a truth. I think part of one of the things we actually we did have a great show on truth, didn't mm-hmm. we? Mm-hmm. Um, about it, basically how it's uh, so often a truth is the agreed upon definition of a thing. For instance, yeah. right now we're experiencing that. We have alternative truths. 
and fake news and alt news and uh, I mean everything. You know, I, the thing that really, really, uh, really freaks me out, um, Jackie, is that everyone, or not everyone, everything has reached such an Orwellian level. Mm-hmm. With many of these. Um, these terms um in 1984 they used terms like new speak um uh, which would be where they reduced the um words in the dictionary um each year Jackie by a certain amount so certain words were no longer in the particular dictionary um whereas our dictionary now is still growing okay um with new words um, uh, they were decreasing it. And the reason being is that if you could decrease the ability of how we describe things, okay, you ultimately were able to have more power over it. Um, uh, and I, I see us moving in that particular direction now. Um, you know, you and I were discussing things the other day in uh, Messenger, and you know, I look at the at the United States and the fact that we're going to go through a Pluto return in 2023, okay? Um, and a Pluto return we've never experienced before. Most democracies do not live long enough to experience one. Um, and even when you, for, for example, you know, of course people's argument will be, you know, Britain has been around since 1052 or, you know, I think that's the date, 1052. Um, uh, they have not been around in a consecutive, you know, uh, cycle in which their system of government has been the same for a long period of time. There has been very few um, governments that have lasted almost 300 years. Um, uh, and we're pushing, I think we're at 250 soon, I think 2026, 20, yeah. Um we will be at 250 years. Um, mm-hmm. A Pluto return um, uh, is basically, the planet Pluto, of course, is about um, um, chopping off and or amputating um, what is no longer workable for an organism. Okay, and I use the word organism loosely. Um, uh, in order to get to the point where something is being chopped off and amputated. You first have to see the gangrene. It has to smell a bit. The pus needs to ooze. It needs to the hurt. sewage needs to back up, and it needs to really, really hurt, or nobody brings it into the damn doctor, okay? Right. Um, uh, you know, you don't go into the doctor, you know, at 25 with everything working well and, you know, in perfect shape and say, oh, doctor, d- tell me which limb I need to amputate, <laughs> you know? Right. <laughs> um, I uh, and I don't see it. And then you grieve. Yeah. I think that in order for us to go through a particular Pluto return and go through it in a successful way, um, the sewage has to rise to the surface and everything really needs to stink. Otherwise, I don't see, especially in. Um, uh, a media filled with distraction and a world filled with, oh, let's just fill our lives up with the latest gadget and ignore the whole freaking universe, okay? Um, I, it needs to really, really smell or nobody is going to pay attention to much. Hmm. Um, and I think that this is the reason why we are going through what it is that we're going through now. Yeah. I'm I'm contemplating what you're saying is is that that is what we've talked about this week. Do you remember? Um, and this might have been in the old show, maybe not. We talked about um, gay rights and women's rights and stuff like that. And I said mm-hmm. it's got to hurt. We're going to push the button. We're going to push the envelope, and people are going to push back really hard. Mm-hmm. Do you remember us talking about that? Yeah. This is part of that pushback. We're wanting more equality. We're wanting to level the playing field, and and folks are not going to be okay with this. Um, and it's going to start stinking really bad. Well, it was it was kind of interesting. Um, I was reading a couple of weeks ago how the California Attorney General 
has now made it where California officials cannot do business with certain states, Jackie, because of the fact that of their particular um, LGBT laws. I love it. And basically, one of those states is Texas. Hmm. So basically, what the governor of Texas basically stated was, that's okay, you can have the LGBTs, we're just going to take all your businesses. Hmm. You know, so that there is, you know, and of course, in Texas, they have no income tax or no um, tax on, uh, you know, their taxes on businesses are really low, so that they, a lot of businesses are moving to Texas. But there's a lot of blue result. laws, and um, there's, a, there's a lot of blue laws, and there's a yeah. lot of other restrictions of what you can and cannot do. Yeah. I could not move my business to Texas. For that reason? Um, in Texas, I have customers... Um, retail customers in Texas and, and um, you know, what's right next to Texas? Um, Louisiana? Yeah, Louisiana. Thank you. Who UPS drivers and FedEx drivers will not deliver or pick up to them because they're afraid of them. Af- afraid of them because of magic? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yep. And they have that right to do that. So... Um, she doesn't get her packages. That is crazy. Mm-hmm. Yep. She has to have everything, deli- and they only have post office boxes. So, so she has to have everything delivered to the post office, drive into town, and get it. Oh, my God. But that's okay. They're allowed to, no one will enforce it. Yeah. Um, but we're getting more and more into a global economy. And and Texas can say that all it wants. I'm just going to take your businesses, and maybe it takes some of them. But the thing is, is that these national and global businesses, if they start moving over to Texas because of that, um, po- folks are going to know when they're going to talk about it. They're going to go, okay, well, I'm not going to, I'm not going to work with you. Then we have businesses like Google and Microsoft and um, Amazon who are saying, you know, well, we don't know if we're going to work with with you contractors and stuff if you're in states where this happens. Yeah. So so we have a lot of um, – so what's going to happen in my hopes – I can't say that's a prediction. I'm just going to say it's in my hopes – is that um, we're going to have leaders stepping up Mm-hmm. Um, un, unlikely leaders, you know, unpredicted leaders stepping up in in different ways, thought leaders, and um, who are going to say, "No, they're going to have some power and clout behind them," and and it's going to bring others around to their way of thinking. Yeah, because once the once that that um, the community or the um, population starts demanding something in a certain way, it happens. Um, people start talking about it, and then and then our legislators feel the pressure. Yeah. And, and it's all about votes for them. It, it is all about votes for them. Um, I think in regards to our current president, it is all about his brand for him. Absolutely. Um, and that the presidency is just a stepping stone for his particular brand. When is that day again? His uh, the the was it solar eclipse? Is yeah, that? it happens on August the twenty first. Okay, everybody, write down August the twenty first. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down right now. I'm, I got my <laughs> book open. <laughs> so you know, basically, you know, something um, should arise at that particular point, which could alter the shape of Donald Trump's presidency um, in a large capability. I mean, but the um, uh, it's a Monday, yeah, um, which is always interesting because um, events, large gigantic events, tend to happen on Mondays or Tuesdays. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you know, the reason being is that we have a tendency to be very lackadaisical um, during the weekends. Mm-hmm. So our defenses are not up as well. <laughs> and we're not watching the news, so that sometimes the news saves the big stories for 
before going into Monday. And and let, we know our free press is, is is bought and paid for in a certain way. They're bought and paid for by advertisers. Yes. And their job is, is to create viewers for their advertisers. Yes. But it's just I find it very interesting. It's like really if you're going to take somebody on, why are you going to take on the press? I find that really interesting. It's almost bigger than taking on the presidency. Because I think that for for Trump, he is so desperately wants the adoration of the press mm-hmm. that I think that he wants to try to his bully bully himself into that particular adoration. Um, you know, I think that he really wants to be loved by the press. You know, if the press was to start tomorrow, oh, Donald Trump is wonderful, and, you know, he's done more for people than Barack Obama and Bill Clinton mm-hmm. did in the entire 16 years of their presidency and all this other stuff, I think that Donald Trump would be retweeting them all day. Well, he just wants to be loved and accepted. Yeah. you know, the, and, and in the end, a narcissist point. still is just somebody who really wants to be loved and, accept, and, and accepted. Um not saying that for sympathy reasons, but just an understanding reason. Yeah. Um, uh, so it, it it is pretty it it is pretty interesting. Um, what do you think, Jackie? That you would like for people? Of, of course, let me say this first. There are a lot of great metaphysical shows that will remain in this particular format. Mm-hmm. Um, and I encourage people not to give up their particular metaphysical or universal search or whatever it is. Um, now, of course, listen to the last show first. But <laughs> <laughs> it gets you some uh, uh, white-hot truth before you do it. Um, but um, uh, there, there are a lot of people that are putting together great programming. Um, uh so continue, of course, to to do that and ask questions and, you know, really get to your own particular understanding of things. Uh, because at the end of the day, it, it's how this applies to each one of us in our own lives and living our lives that I think is ultimately important. Um, but what do you think, what would you like for people to 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 do moving forward um, with Keep It Magic in mind? Um, stay tuned. Um, uh, get on our um, follow us uh, on Facebook and friend us on Facebook. All that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on the Keep It Magic or Keeping It Magic is, um, I think, what we had to use on Facebook. Yeah. And um, the site's under reconstruction, so I don't have a mailing list for you to join at this point. But make sure you get on the Coventry mailing list, CoventryCreations.com mailing list, and the Storm Sestivani mailing list. Yeah. Um, stuff is coming up. We're we're gonna retool. Um, we're not going away. We're retooling, and and I just I think we're going shorter and longer at the same time. Yeah. We're going short bits, so we can talk about things that um, everyone's been asking us for more tangible stuff. They mm-hmm. love the astrology stuff. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Where we get really tangible in it, mm-hmm. like. What does this mean? You know, full moon is in a couple of days. It's in this sign. What does this mean for you? Kind of thing. Uh-huh. Then, um, and then we have uh, the other aspect of people are really asking for more simple, quick spells, stuff to um, get inspired by. Yeah. Based on their, based on some like standard universal challenges that seem to go in waves. It's fascinating, probably because of astrology. Yeah. And um, and then the the other thing that we're we've been talking about is going longer by creating webinars. Yes. Longer classes, going deeper with some of this information and deeper with the magic and deeper with with all of this stuff. Yeah, and, and, and it's been in ways, you know, one of the things that Jackie and I have uh, been limited with is being able to create PowerPoints and things uh, of that particular nature in order for people to follow through with us, okay, or or go along with us. And we're going to be able to do that with a different format. Mm-hmm. 
so it is, uh, you know, it is an interesting, um, uh, a transformation, I think, to to, uh, to Keep It Magic. Um, well, between Keep It Magic and then prior to that, um, the show we did together before, which we did that for two years? Yeah. It's been eight years. Yeah. Um, and in, in this day and age, eight years is a long time for something to continue to trend. Yeah. How many platforms have we been through? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we've been on Blog Talk for a real long time because it's a simple, yeah, it's easy for us to record. Easy platform where we get to um, we get to control our own content, et cetera. Yeah. Um. So, um, this is just going to be a fun thing. We're, we're rewriting the script. We're seeing that. Um, Videos are really popular, so turning um, the webinars into videos with slides and circles and lines and graphs and all that jazz. Um, and then uh, the sky's the limit. And people like to see the products, I think, um, yes. also. You know, people like to see the visual of uh, of the particular candles that we're talking about mm -hmm. or, um, uh, uh, you know, if I'm talking about, something uh astrologically um you know being able to see either the mythological image that i evoke or the um uh the geometrical shape um of of what's going on and the candles that go along with it i think is is um uh, important also um with the keep it magic um we we were with a podcast, we were focused on, up until I think this past year, aggregating this podcast out through multiple channels like BeanPod yeah. and Stitcher and iTunes. And a lot of those places like Stitcher and BeanPod, if it's really product-centric, they're not going to put you on. Yeah. So we were concerned about numbers, et cetera, et cetera. And then over time we went, oh, all of our numbers are coming from our people anyway. They're... they're um, they're not coming from the aggregators. No, not at all. And so we're like, oh, forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and again, what I've what I've heard from people that are listening to us is they don't want it to be an infomercial. Yeah. Um, but it's because it's a, but it wants to be informative, and and people tell me abashedly sometimes is that they don't always have my candles, so they're they're or or my oils, but they they use they use the spell for inspiration using other products. Yeah. And I tell them I forgive them. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't send them a horse's head, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm not I'm mad at you. Um the other thing is is that you know, um you can always get Jackie's products at CoventryCreations.com. You don't have to go into a physical store. Um, I love when you go into a physical store. Tell them yeah. you heard me talk about going into a physical store and that you really want them to carry the products. I, I, this is more this is more Jackie for the people that may live fifty miles away from a metaphysical okay. store. Okay. Um you know, that may think in their head, Oh, you know, I can't get that. You can get Jackie's candles on Amazon, you can get I Jackie's have... candles at CoventryCreations.com. Um you're There's not There's a lot limited. of websites yeah. that, that carry my products and, yeah. and, and without a problem. I mean and then the, a lot of my vendors have their, their small stores on Amazon, on eBay, on a couple other sites that I've that I've seen. So, so you can just Google that. Yeah, you know. So, um, uh, don't think that you can't get a hold of the products. Um, I did actually have an email um, a, a few months ago, Jackie, from someone that said that they were looking for a particular um, candle, and that they went to like four metaphysical stores. And they mentioned them, and that the person said that they would order them. Of course, you know that the uh, they asked how long would that would that take, and they said, "Oh, you know, whenever we place the next order." Um, <laughs> right. And I it's was a, like, "It's a legit thing for stores." Yeah, yeah I know. And um, you know, my response is is that if you want it right now, there are ways that you can get products right now. So don't ever think that you're limited in not being able to get a hold of the products. 
Right. Um, the other two interesting things that happened in the course of Keep It Magic was the release of Coventry Magic, a number one bestseller. Um, that if it, it, it that, was, that's true, it, it, that was part of this, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and DIY Akashic Wisdom, another one, number one bestseller. Um, and it was uh, the one thing that I remember, Jackie, is us sitting and watching for the whole day of the release day of Coventry Magic, us watching it go from 65 to 42 to 31, to 12, to 4, to 2. And Jackie and I were still up at 1 o'clock in the freaking morning, refreshing Amazon Mm -hmm. every 10 freaking seconds. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Pretty amazing. (laughs) Yeah. And then it hit number one, and we were like, oh, my God. Yep. So um, do you have any books coming up? You know, it's funny that you should say that I'm itching to write again. Um, I have a couple of ideas floating around in my head that um, that I'm going to talk to my people over at Wiser about, um, see if that's a direction they're interested in me pursuing. Um, and honestly, I'm I just I got so much in my brain mm-hmm. from you know I I, I created this I, I'm a bullet journaler. Um, if mm-hmm. you haven't heard of it, go discover it. It's an amazing thing, especially if you're a creative person. No. Not even just creative. It just, it's just, um, it helps me get all my ideas down. So I, I have this whole idea board, and I have ideas for books on, on working on conjure. I have books on leadership, um, books on um, uh, women and entrepre- women motherhood and entrepreneurship. Um, I have an idea of. Um, you know, being a spiritual business book, um, books on um, bringing spirituality into your everyday, making it yeah. a part of your life. I mean, just I have all these different ideas where I've sketched out, you know, how how that would kind of work and how that would play out. So, I mean, I'm you know I'm itching to write because it look it look at all these like six different ideas that have come out in the past thirty days. Mm-hmm. I'm just so ready. and i also want to do um even before i do anything else i want to do another i want to do like part two on the coventry magic and really dig into um the manifesting steps the seven steps Mm -hmm. who knows if they'll stay seven at that point you know because i'm going to dig into them so much deeper i have people talking about that all the time we've done two shows on it yeah um and um and just playing with that, like leveling up. I think that 12 steps is a perfect number. 12? Yeah, one for each sign of the zodiac. Okay. <laughs> That's called AA. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> the first one is I want, the last step is let it go. Yeah. <laughs> the seventh step is, you know, there are other people out there in the universe. <laughs> Yeah, so um I'm like like I said I'm just itching for for that time to just get down and write. Um I'm ready to I've been doing I've been I have been in major creativity mode um with products over this past year and I'm ready to do just something a little bit different. Yeah. Um uh for me it is um uh I will be the first person to state that I have been in burnout mode. Um, due to uh, a lot of things happening in my personal life. Um, uh, But, you know, um, I haven't been writing much lately, not because I don't want to, but because I don't have anything to say at the moment. Um, And, uh, you know, the... uh, But I think about basically which direction that I want to go in in regards to talking about astrology, and it is an extremely more practical level. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Love it. You know, making things more understandable for people and, uh, you know, learning how to apply certain things um, in their lives. And I, you know, um, when you can get a free chart forecast and a free free natal chart, you know, full printout on my website, stormsestivani.com, 
um, and find out where everything in your chart is. There's no reason why you shouldn't have the blueprint of your soul, basically. Well, and I, I love that, and I love, um, I mean, we, we're really inundated by um, the crisis of Mercury retrograde and mm-hmm. the crisis of um, Moonwood, of course, and this retrograde and that square, et cetera, et cetera. And um, I love it when we do shows, or we did shows on how how to work it for you. Remember we did um, the whole show on, I think Venus was going retrograde? Mm-hmm. And um, we really dug into, okay, everybody relax. Here's how you use it. Yeah. The the interesting thing is that over time my my understanding of the void of course moon has changed. Hmm. Um, originally, and in old astrological traditional astrology, the void of course moon has meant nothing will come of the matter, um, and anything that you start during a void of course moon you won't ever finish basically, or you will drop it. Hmm. What I have found over the past 30 years um, and doing thousands and thousands of horary charts um, in which void of course moons appear, um, which in a horary, if you get a void of course moon, it usually, you know, depending upon the question that the the person has, say, for example, is uh, my husband coming back to me? Um, uh, you know, and you get a void of course moon, nothing will come of the matter. No, okay. Um, I think that we live in a world, Jackie, now in which there are more options that a person has available to them. And there's more ways where you can force a particular agenda than you could before. Um, uh, to the point that I think that the void of course moon, there should be another layer ch- to the void of course moon, which is, are you ready for it? Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm ready. There's not anything that you can do to change it. Whatever has been set in motion has been set in motion. There's not anything that you can do to influence and or affect the situation. Okay? Um, that doesn't mean that there won't be anything that somebody else can't do. So in a void, of course, moon in that is my husband coming back to me, okay? Um, If other factors in the chart point towards it, but you have the void, of course, moon, which then you would say, Jackie, the void, of course, moon trumped everything. I don't think that that's particularly so, and I have many, many charts and folders, Jackie, in which it wasn't so, okay? Which is why, but in each of those particular cases, it's never been the the movement of the querent that has made things happen. It's always been the movement of either the other person or an outside force. Um, that that has made it happen. So, you know, and and I think that that's what Keep It Magic is all about. It's about questioning everything. Um, there's a phrase I, I handed over to um, a friend of mine, gosh, before we, were, before we started doing it, like eight years ago, if not longer. Yeah. And because this really fit him, and I'm almost sorry I gave it to him, but question everything and believe in yourself. Yeah. I mean, it's really kind of what we've been doing questioning everything um not in a bad way a lot of times we start questioning something i'm like no we're like it we're like it yeah we're we're, we're reviewing and we're okay with where we are but believing in ourselves meaning trusting in our own judgment on that yeah i i I, and i think that that is the uh uh the case um and I, I think it is really exploring, even down to magic, um, why does this particular candle work this particular way? What is its purpose? What are, has been your experience with working with that particular candle? Um, you, know, just, you know, really explore mm-hmm. and come up with your own ideas and make it authentically your own in, in whatever way, I think is what is important. I say this um, all the time in my classes. Someone had to be the decider of Uh this. Someone had to to decide that the color brown is for justice or blue is for justice or red is for passion. Or, you know, someone had to decide these things. Someone had to decide that lavender was for this. Uh Someone had to pick that berry off the bush and eat it and see what happens. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, 
I'm not saying pick a poison berry, but be the decider. How does this, if if for you, um, in the words of Dorothy, if if for you fuchsia means prosperity, then go for it and make that your make that your prosperity color. Mm-hmm. Um, be the decider of your own magic. Um, and the perfect point in this is going through two different um, um, herbal books. Mm-hmm. And and frankincense frankincense is explained in four different ways. Mm-hmm. How is it that when you go through Scott Cunningham's book, frankincense is good for elevating, exercising, um, detoxing, um, skin care, um, prosperity, and lust? How How is it that it can be for all of those things at the same time? It's because that vibration resonating in that way says this to you. I mean, me, I mean, and another perfect example is Storm and I can talk about going to the same place, and for me it's nothing but joy and fun and a good time, and him it's nothing but a horror story. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think the classic example, Jackie, is with your own candles. I mean, you use black for protection. And not white. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people may um, get confused by that. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, but, you know, you, somebody you know, has to be the decider. You know, my color choices are not the standard color choices. Yeah. And um, one of the things being black for protection versus white for protection. It's just something that came to me. It's something that I resonated hard with. Um, every Early in the days, those first five years in business, people argued with me and said they refused to buy a black protection candle. Now you look at what people are putting on the Internet, um, on Instagram, on, um, on uh, Pinterest, writing in their books, they're putting black as a color for protection. Yeah. Um, they're they're using these different colors for for different things. They're they're deciding these things really based on what I did 25 years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it is, uh, and you have to to look at your own ideals um, and what particular colors resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in uh, in in a lot of the way in in a lot of ways. Um, uh, the way that I do magic may not necessarily be, even though that Jackie taught me a lot about magic. Um, uh, it Everything may not... you know, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, but I've uh, you know made certain things my own and added uh, new things to them, and uh, you know, um, uh, we all put our own spin yeah. on it. Yeah. Like for instance, you put the spin on it with with astrology. You put the spin on it with with the Kabbalah. My spin is is going to be in a completely different direction because that's my comfort zone and that's where I feel empowered. I don't feel empowered mm-hmm. in astrology, not because I don't like it, just because it's um, not my not your area of expertise. Yeah. Right. And then, you know, we all evolve. You were all about um, tarot mm-hmm. for years. And then, um, and then you're like, you know what? It's tarot's leaving me dry right now. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm switching it up. And we all do it, just like you know, we we don't listen to the same artist all the time or or the same musical event genre all the time. We don't always go to the same pizzeria. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it- we get a new favorite. <laughs> now I still love the tarot. Um uh Right, but it's not your 100%. It it's well, it's never really been my 100%. I like talking about it and I'm definitely interested in it and I know an enormous amount about tarot. Um uh astrology has always been my main love. Um uh, uh mainly because I like systems that absolutely work in the most unabsolutely in the most unabsolute way um with astrology you can get now with horary you know of course you can really give an answer and it be very very precise and you know it's the down and dirty form of um of uh, divination um uh and i like it but when you're working with a natal chart jackie there is so many flavors and colors 
to how particular planetary patterns, which are always going to work in the same way, but how they actually come out in the act of somebody's life can be vastly different. Yeah. Um, and, yes. And yes. that unpredictability, I think, is um, uh, uh, is is interesting. Jackie and I both have Mars and Leo. Um, we both use our Mars and Leos in a very similar way, but amalgamated towards our own lives. Mm-hmm. Because we're coming, we're coming here with a whole different basket full of experience. Yeah. Yeah, Jackie's um, Mars and Leo tends to show itself in more of a public sort of way. Um, mine kind of shows itself in more of an idealistic sort of way. Um, but it's still Mars and Leo. Um, uh, you know, it's still lovely and showy and, um, uh, and um, uh, you know, likes to be special and likes to be adored and likes to be the prince or the princess. Uh, you know, it still loves all that. Um, uh, but it's just a different way of it manifesting in the life. And then you have, uh, of course, planets that are aspecting that Mars that also color it. So, you know, it is um, a, a lot of different things. And I think that, you know, at the end of the day, it's basically what, what life has been about. And, you know, we have a few minutes, a few minutes left. And I would like to say that um, to you, Jackie, it has been an honor and a privilege to work with you for the past six years um, uh, and uh, watching me go through uh, a lot of changes and um, making choices. And, and, you know, you taught me one of the most profound things that I will ever, ever learn, and I will remember this and always have your back for always because of this, okay? And it's at the end of the day, the only person that I ever have to answer to is me. Yep. I love that that is now part of your presence. Yeah, and I remember calling you up in like year two and saying, Jackie, my therapist gave me this worksheet and I need to fill out my values and I don't even know what to put on this piece of paper. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the realization that everything that I valued actually was what everybody else wanted me to value. That's, that's so hard to come out of the should world. Yeah. <laughs> The should, the should is yeah, where, people should I mean, on themselves way too much. Yeah, it, it should belong <laughs> to everyone but you. Yeah. Anyone but you. And um, and I love that that I was there and I was a part of this. And and um, I love that um, the vulnerability that I have been able to show you during mm-hmm. your private conversations yeah. and even on air. The vulnerability that I'm able to show you in a very trusting, honored way um, has been, has helped me um, become more trusting of of myself, more trusting of not necessarily the world, but trusting of my own discernment. Yeah, I I remember um, one time, and I won't get into the particular details, but it was like 12.30 at night, and you know, Jackie usually never texts me at twelve. If it's twelve thirty at night, there's an issue. Okay, um, and it was right after your it was right after your mother died. Um, uh, a few weeks after your mother died, and you had texted me, and um, uh, you know, we were both. I I don't remember if you were laying in bed or not, but I remember I was, and we were just going back and forth, um, texting and texting and texting for like forty five minutes. Um, and it, it was actually a um, uh, a very very powerful conversation. Um, and uh, you know the fact that you let me be involved in that with you was uh, you know I, I can't even put words to it. You know, and people are going to ask me. No, Storm and I have not physically met. <sighs> it's okay. Yeah, and I don't have a problem with that. There are a lot a lot of people in my life who I have had deep abiding friendships with. We have had life-changing experiences together that have been via phone, text, and email. Yeah. And, um, and, and, and that's okay. And we're all, we're all where we're going to be when we're going to be. And I think that there is a lot of expectations, Jackie, now in regards to developing relationships or friendships with people. I think a lot of people have tried to mold them the old way. 
Um, and it not, and if they didn't have that um, physical particular capacity, that um, uh, uh, that it didn't mean something to them. Okay, I think that our ten-year friendship kind of um, uh, makes that to be not true. Yeah, because you're one of my best friends, you know, um, and uh, and I wouldn't change your friendship for anything. Uh huh. I wouldn't change that for anything, and nor would I change what we've been through together. Yeah, exactly. Um, what is it Maya Angelou says? I think um, it was in White Hot Truth that that uh, Danielle Laporte quoted her, so I'm quoting Danielle, quoting Maya poorly. I'm gonna do a poor job of it, but she said she wouldn't. There's no amount of money she would take to change any of her journey. Yeah. And um, and it's true. I I couldn't. I wouldn't want to change. Just just very seriously, I wouldn't want to change any of my journey. Yeah. It it has made me who I am. And so this has been um, having this podcast has been fun, and we had an agreement that the minute it it became obligation rather than fun, we -hmm. were going to do something else. Yeah. And so we're going to do something else. So we're going to do something else. And, and who knows Who knows what it's going to be? <laughs> we haven't figured that part out. We just know that this came, this decision came at the tail end of season six. Yeah. Um, there's lots of things going on in your life. There's lots of things going on in my life. And and um, I'm actually really busy being free of most of my parental obliga- obligations. So I'm out here yeah. having a good time. Yeah, and and it, 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 it's also about. I think that we have done all that we can do in the present format. I mean, we've talked about every topic underneath the sun now. Um, I, some of them three and four times. Right. I mean, I, and the idea and the thought of doing another prosperity show made me want to violently throw up. Well, that's really that is the big big thing that we talked about. Is that yeah, we're done. So, you know, so the idea of doing a, a prosperity webinar may not make me want to throw up out the window, but um, well, because uh, we get to approach yeah. it in a different way with different yeah charts and graphs and yeah, so it'll be fun and um, we're done. We're really done. We're okay. really done. <laughs> really done. <laughs> really done, make sure that you cruise on over to www.coventrycreations.com. I get to say it one more time, Jackie. If you have a problem in your life, no matter what that problem is, we have a candle for that. And what do they need to do, Jackie? They need to keep it magic. And And you can do it all on your own. (laughs) Yes, and you can do it all on your own. Thank you, Jackie, for the last six years. Oh, my pleasure. And thank you, Storm, for, for all the inspiration and leveling up that you brought my way. You're very, very welcome. And everybody, speak life. We'll see you soon. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong. And everything in between Yo, it's crazy, amazing We can turn our hearts through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life
like fire. Hope will fall like rain when you speak life with the words you say. Raise your thoughts a little higher.